Welcome to the Garbhavtar show. In today's episode, I have with me David Kulthar, who is a legendary 13-time Formula 1 racing champion. Nicknamed DC, he has competed in 15 seasons of Formula 1 between 1994 and 2008 and has 13 Grand Prix victories and 62 podium finishes. DC started his racing career in karting when he was just 11, working his way up by winning the local championship before he entered Formula Ford in 1989. There he won the first ever McLaren Young Driver of the Year award. In 1993, he had his big break when he was asked to be a test driver for world champion team Williams. He soon found himself in the drivers lineup for Williams, paired up with future world champion Damon Hill. He went on to set several British racing records before hanging up his racing helmet and gloves in 2008. Amongst his greatest achievements was finishing second in the 2011 Drivers' Championship, behind Michael Schumacher, and most recently winning the 2014 Race of Champions, in which he beat Formula One drivers Romain Grosjean and Esteban Ocon. After captivating the crowd in the first ever Red Bull show run at the Bandra Wernie Sealink in 2009, David returned to the maximum city for the Red Bull show run and Bandra bandstand on 12th March. Thanks for joining me David, such a pleasure to have you on my show. No, thank you. No, thanks for that uh, very in-depth introduction. I tend to forget <laughs> it's so, so long ago a lot of those uh <laughs> reminded me of. Well, thank you so much. So, David, what have been your learnings from the racetrack? Team, team is key. Um, so, when you're on the racetrack, it may seem that you're alone in the car, but you would only have the opportunity to be out there because of a team of engineers, designers, manufacturing people that bring together uh, the car, and then, of course, have the desire to take it to the track. So, um, a lot of things in life. Are, are are seen as being solo um, exercises, and suddenly at the end of a Grand Prix, you see the driver standing on the podium spraying the champagne. But none of that is possible without a great team of people. Absolutely, I think uh, what you are saying makes uh, total sense. I mean, without teamwork, actually, it's not possible. Definitely, any incident in your life that has changed the way of your thinking. Well, many uh, landmark moments. Um, I think that we should continue to evolve through life. Uh, I think when you're younger, you have a goal, you have something you enjoy, um, but you you don't know what you don't know. So, obviously, with the benefit of age and experience, you can look back and and reflect on certain decisions you've made uh, that have had positive outcome, and certain decisions that ultimately, you know, haven't worked out maybe the way we'd all have liked. But this is called life. Life is not perfect, and uh, I think that's what makes uh, makes it interesting. So, you know, there's influential moments uh, along the way. You know, being supported by your family and karting was was key to me getting the opportunity to go to cars, and then having success in cars led to the the moments you mentioned, like um, becoming a Williams uh, test driver, which then led to becoming a Grand Prix driver. Which you know, this snowball effect of opportunity. And so the key is really having either the desire. Clearly, you need desire, but having the support initially to get you the momentum to hopefully carry you to where you want to be. Totally, absolutely, I, I totally get what you're saying. 
So what according to you is the right mindset one ought to have in order to succeed in a life, career or any sport? Well, I think that you have to have commitment, you have to have belief, um, but therefore you have to have an opinion. Um, yeah. I think focusing your time and energy on where you will get your own personal results is important. You know, I had this conversation with my 14-year-old son coming through Heathrow Airport the other day where he was going, ah, oh, all these cameras are watching us and, you know, the, the, the uh, police now have technology, they can see your face and they know your whole history and we're being watched oh. every we go. And I said, that's great. That's really good. That, that makes me feel safe. And he went, no, dad, it's an invasion of privacy. And he's 14. And I'm like, okay, son, <laughs> long, as long as you're not, being, you're not being spied on in your own home. But, you know, having all of these these things out in the in the public domain, I said, I think you're focusing your energy in the wrong place. You should focus your energy on your school. You should focus your energy on your karting because he's racing and on your, your, uh, your fitness. I don't think you should getting so worked up about something you have no control over because you know the the the, the uh, police yeah. technology will will do what they need to do and the bottom line is as well it's only a problem if you acknowledge it's a problem if you see it as a positive it becomes a positive so do you want to have positive thoughts in your mind or do you want to have negative thoughts well i want to have positive i want to try and find solutions rather than acknowledging uh, the problems of course we all get frustrated from time to time when things are not working the way we would like, but that again is part of life. Um, you know, you ask two people for their opinion, and you'll probably get three answers. Should somebody yeah. might. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's awesome. Actually, I really like your uh, your thought process. So, what was your experience coming to India for the Red Bull Show run in Mumbai? Well, I've been lucky enough to go uh, to India several times over the years, and you know, obviously, you know well, you're a vast country, a, a, a you know very large um, population. Uh, you're a creative hub um, for a lot of technology that we use in the world, um, but above all else, you have a, a very kind population. So, uh, there's obviously, uh, like every country, there's a, a vast. Um, selection of, of those who have and those who do not have um, so the, the wealth spread is, is very obvious uh, visually but my, my experience is uh, overwhelmingly positive and you know the sights and sounds of, of India are very impressive so I definitely recommend for everyone if they have the opportunity to take that from their travel box they should do so Fantastic, thank you so much for that What's your message to the upcoming young athlete? Uh, well, I would suggest that whatever talent they have, uh, that will take them so far. But what will take them the extra distance is just relentless commitment to their physical preparation and their mental preparation. And by that, I don't particularly mean going and working with a sports psychologist, but it's the more you think about your end goal, the more you think about where you would like to be, the more your brain is creating the, the imagery that's necessary for you not to be surprised when you're in that situation for the first time. Again, I use the example of my son, where you know, I was explaining when I got my first chance to drive a Formula One car, I'd already been training like I was a Formula One driver for a couple of years before I got the chance. 
So when I did get the chance, yeah. of course it's fast, of course it's physical, and you get different parts of your body are, are, are taking physical, you know, fatigue. But I could do it, and I could do it without having to stop testing because my neck was giving me problems. Or, you know, very often you see young drivers they get the chance, but they're not fit enough, so they arrive with talent, but they don't arrive prepared. So. The, there's there's little silly expressions I guess that people can laugh at today, but you know things like dress <laughs> dress for the job you would like rather than where you are today. These little things have an effect on people. If you're seen as being you know on time and well presented, these are qualities that people will warm to. If you're seen as being unorganized and unreliable, even if you have a great mind and a great talent. People will only accept that if you're the only route to getting what they need. Um, so uh, unless you are a truly unique uh, individual in terms of your talent, you're probably going to meet someone who has the same talent, the same skill. You just need to be working harder than them. Um, so that would Absolutely. be that would be the message. You know, uh, <laughs> I always thought I could train more, but the reality is, at a certain point. I was training as much as I physically could handle to make sure I was recovered in time to do the next event. Fabulous. Thank you so much for this wonderful message. Let's come to the rapid fire questions. Um, so these are short, quick answers. The best thing about racing? Well, the speed, of course, is exhilarating. So it's an adrenaline rush. Super. How do you keep yourself motivated? Desire to win, the need for speed, and uh, a fear of failure. Awesome. What's the best advice you've ever got? Oh, I've been very lucky with lots of advice. So how do I give one? <laughs> However hard you think you're working, you can work harder. You know, your time allocation is the big thing, and. You know, there's many examples of successful people in various sport or business where they talk about just putting in the hours. You know, getting up earlier and 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 doing whatever it is they need to to be ahead of the competition. Thank you so much, Fabulous. Best physical fitness and nutrition advice. Well, cardio is the backbone of of your health and fitness. So, however, whether you're swimming or cycling or running, it doesn't matter. As long as you're getting an elevated heart rate for at least forty minutes, then you're in a training zone. Um, and then, you know, health. Where where bodies are like uh, engines, you put good fuel in your engines. You want to put good food in your body. Totally. Best exercise you suggest for mental training and mental fitness? Sleep. Sleep is the best for mental training and mental fitness. When I'm fatigued, I'm just not as sharp. I'm just, you know, I'm just not able to function at the same level. So I used to prioritize sleep over anything else for making sure that I was well rested. Because then your natural talents and your preparation that you've done ahead of time will make sure that you maximize your potential. Totally fabulous. Best racing memory. Winning my first Grand Prix in Portugal, 1995. That was a realization of a dream, and it made the dream a reality. 
Awesome. Your favorite quote? My favorite quote, I believe, is from Bill Gates, but it, it may, may be wrongly attributed to him. Um, where success is a lousy teacher, it makes people think they can't fail. And by that quote, what what it is telling me is that when you you see a lot of successful people, they they sometimes can become arrogant. They sometimes don't take time to talk to people who approach them because they feel that their time is more valuable than their their achievements put them in an elevated position. We're all people. Yes, we're busy from time to time and you know, understanding when to disturb somebody and when not to disturb somebody is a skill in itself. But um, however successful you are, will that give you a more comfortable ba- place in the coffin or in the cremation or in however it is you end your life? Then if the answer is no, then just be humble and uh, be kind. Wow. Such a beautiful answer. Your role model. Oh, well, I, I admire success, of course, and th- therefore, in, within my own sport, there was drivers that were more successful than I, and you know, I was not trying to model myself on them, but I, I, I can acknowledge their their talents and their skills. Um, I don't have a short answer for you because I don't have one individual per, per se, but. My parents have played a big influence in my life because they created the family environment and they gave opportunities to my brother and myself and, and my sister. And we've gone about our life's journey. So, yeah, they, they, I, I'm very happy to have been their child. And, uh, and <laughs> they're enjoying the other end of their life. So, you know, I, I'm sure they are very, very proud of you. And they, I'm sure, you know, when they hear this, it really makes them very happy. A documentary film that inspired you the most? Uh, I watched recently the Richard Branson Virgin story on a flight. Um, and I found that interesting. I watched uh, the Elon Musk uh, documentary recently. Uh, I'm not sure... Other than those two I've watched recently, maybe five, six years ago, there was one on Alex Ferguson, who was the the football manager of Manchester United during a very successful period. And I thought it was really interesting to see behind the management skill of these people. Um, Because away from their environment where they're revered and where some people are maybe scared of approaching them, they're of course just normal people that have the same insecurities or the same demands on their daily life that anyone has just in terms of function as a human being but of course they've they've found a way to extract performers out of teams and and to achieve success in their business journey thank you so much what's your biggest dream uh, to live long enough to see uh, my son motivated and contributing to uh, to force and, and achieving his goals and his dreams uh, you know of course I would love to, to live as long as possible but there's no evidence to suggest that I'm I'm the eternal one uh, so you know, <laughs> life will, will be however long it's, uh, it's, it's meant to be and, and for the rest uh, yeah if I can be around long enough to, he's 14 now so I don't know what time at what age he'll stop being a, a slightly goofy teenager um, who doesn't realize how hard he can work 
um, to achieve his goals. But um, if, if I get to that point, I can be happy. Super. Most embarrassing moment. Many embarrassing moments on the racetrack. <laughs> uh, many embarrassing moments in private. But in the end, is it really that bad? Is it really that bad? Whatever the embarrassing moment, you know, the, there's an expression about being caught with your trousers down. But in the end, if you are caught with your trousers down, you you, you are a, you know, you're a human being like the rest of the population. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Chances are you look like fifty percent of the the world's population in one way, shape, or form. Totally, proudest accomplishment so far. To have made a career within an industry that I grew up watching and aspiring to, uh, to sustain a career within that industry, working you know in television and and various other roles like I do today. So yeah, I'm I, I, I'm proud to still be on that Formula One journey. Super. And with this, we come to the end of the show. Thank you so much, David, for this amazing session. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to today's episode with your host Garma Aftar. See you in the next one. Have a great day. Bye.